This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Your driver's license is important so you can get back and forth to work, get your kids to school, and back and forth to daycare. If your license has been suspended because you can't pay your tickets, you can't do any of those things. Let's talk about Chapter 13 bankruptcy. You may have heard the tickets cannot be discharged, but they can be dealt with in a Chapter 13 case. Why not come in for a free consultation? The chapter you choose will make all the difference to your getting back legally on the road. Let's design a plan to pay off your tickets and restore your license immediately. I'm attorney Travis Gagné. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. I'm not sure why we have our next guest on. I mean, nothing happened over the weekend. No, no, really. I, I, oh, yeah, uh, Shohei Otani, that, that happened. Oh, that was a big thing, so yeah. We talk about that. And, yeah. uh, the well, Seahawks. Michael Penix Jr. did not get the Heisman. That, yeah, uh, yeah. We, we have that. With the Kraken yeah. continue yeah. to lose. Oh, man, this yeah. is rough. Yeah. But yeah. please welcome to the show a man that we do enjoy talking to from Mitch Unfiltered, <laughs> Mitch Levy. Welcome to Title Town, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Listen. I, uh, I I think your audience ought to know something, that uh, today was a little bit different. This morning was a little bit different in the way that you guys had set up your communications a little differently and that we were not able to talk. Right. The, the three of us were not able to talk in the yeah, moments was, leading up to this We didn't have uh, to interview. talk to Mitch beforehand. And, that yeah, I don't know how that happened. That was an unfortunate occurrence. <laughs> Wow. Well, actually, it wasn't so unfortunate. It was the most peaceful uh, two or three minutes of my life, and I and I just want to say to uh, to Migsy, I was kind of hopeful as I as I was waiting here that maybe it would actually roll into the segment where I wasn't able to hear BJ the entire segment. But uh, I can. I just want you to know, BJ, you're coming in loud and clear. Oh, sorry about that. To I a really lot of people's it. disappointment. Yeah, yes. I just want you to know. Yeah, that. sorry, That's sorry, I'm yeah. sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> Uh, episode 266 dropped, ladies and gentlemen, today, MitchUnfiltered.com, and you had nothing to talk about, really. There's nothing really to say. Uh, your social media has been pretty quiet about all this. God, it's not a good thing, but, uh, it's a thing. There's no question about it, and, uh, you know, you look, uh, look to your, your former hometown or your, your birthplace, and, and they're fighting, they're struggling with the same type of conversation. Yeah, they are. one of the greatest coaches of all time, who's, uh. I think creeping up on Don Shula to become the greatest in terms of wins in the NFL's history. And yet, is this the end of Bill Belichick in New England? Uh, is it time for him to move on? Is it time for them to look for something else and, and start anew? And, and I guess those conversations are now free-flowing here in the Pacific Northwest about Pete Carroll and Jody Allen and the Seattle Seahawks and where exactly they are. And they are in the midst of a, what we do know is they're in the midst of a four-game losing streak now. Yeah, first time and, in the history uh, of uh, Pete Carroll. 
and that's true in 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 one year certainly and um you know at one point they were 6 and 3 and I think I told you guys if it was one of the weeks we were on and you guys were on vacation I think I think I told you that they had to beat the Rams they had to figure out a way to beat the Rams in Los Angeles that was yeah, the game that was the that game they had, they had to figure out a win and they had the thing won and then they let it slip away and then they didn't spike the ball if you remember they had a chance at the end to win the game at the end. They didn't spike it. They ran it instead. The clock ran out of them. They missed the they missed the field goal. And instead of seven and three, that was a chance to go to seven and three. They're six and four after that game. Yeah. And I don't know. Did I have that wrong? Instead of seven and two, six four. Anyway, they're six and seven after a four game. Now, now instead of seven and three, they, four game instead of seven and yeah. three, they were six and three. I think is what happened. Yeah, I yeah. think something like that. Yeah, anyway. that's what it was because they could. Yeah, they could have been seven and three instead. Uh, whatever they did, they were instead yeah. of being good, yeah. they turned six, into turds. Yeah. I think that's the actual yeah. math. Yeah. Six yeah. and four is what they so, were. That's what it is. So yeah. they're not actually dead. Uh, uh, you know, mathematically, they're not dead, but uh, disappointing. They're guys. close disappointing. though. I mean, who's I, I? I I didn't see how Minnesota did. Minnesota win yeah, yesterday. Yeah, they won three nothing. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's right. I that, mean, at least we put up. At the end of the day, at least we're not wow. the Raiders. Yeah, come on, guys. Three to nothing is pretty pathetic. Uh, well, you know, and so, and the Rams yeah. lost. So I mean, that's one team at least we still have a chance of beating. But I mean, at the end, I mean, really, at the end of the day, Mitch, I just, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we can be what nine and eight. Is that what we can hope for? Maybe because uh, eight and nine ain't going to get it done. And if no. we're nine and eight, there's going to be other teams that are nine and eight. I just, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I really don't have. A, they, they, I, yeah, yeah. The bigger conversation is we're in this situation every single year. Yep. Now, now, Migsy just made a an interesting offhanded comment that you could uh, you could talk a little bit about or think about if you're a Seahawks fan. You could be the Raiders. Well, you could be a lot of teams that are that never have this type of conversation, which True. is can they get into the playoffs or not get into the playoffs? And if that's what you want from your NFL team, well, then you've got it here in Seattle. Every single year, they are a playoff contender or a playoff team. There's no question about that. Pete Carroll has that going. Every year, they're in the conversation with three or four weeks to go, like they are this week, of what do they have to do to get into the playoffs. If that's enough, then you're happy. You're a happy football. It sounds like that's enough for Migsy. Hey, look, you could be the, uh, the you could be the Las Vegas Raiders. Or you could say, how many years are we going to go through this? How many years is it going to be Groundhog Day all over again where we're three or four weeks to go, we're talking about can the Seahawks slip into the playoffs as one of the last playoff teams, maybe have a playoff game, lose a playoff game, win a playoff game, and go out that way? If, if, you're, if you're of that opinion that it's just, it's just enough, then there needs to be some change. And that's going to be the conversation and debate for the next four or five weeks. Yeah, I feel you know, like, you, you know, Mitch, and, and you would know better than me, but it feels like the Sounders and the Storm don't seem to settle the way that Seahawks fans and Mariners fans and I hope to God not Kraken fans settle for this kind of, yeah, we, we're in the playoff conversation, we're close, oh, good job, guys, but never really get to, like, get to the big one a lot. Uh, you know, after the, you know, 10 years ago, 10 years ago, I thought we were going to be a team that was going to be like the Patriots, like the Chiefs, where, yeah, we wouldn't get in every year, but we would make it to the conference championship a lot. We would win the conference championship. We probably wouldn't win the, you know, like that kind of a team. 
And we're not. We're like you said. And the Mariners are, I think fans are like the same thing. It's like, well, they're close to the playoffs. Well, they got in that one year, you know, and the mediocrity that's accepted doesn't seem to be accepted by Sounders fans. And also the storm don't seem to, I mean, the storm seem to go, Hey, look, we want to put a winning, a winning thing on the court and it doesn't happen every year, but they've had great success. Do you see that being a systemic issue with some Seattle fans when it comes to some of our teams? They're- I don't know if it's the fans. I, I don't know. You know, the, to say fans, that's a big word. Well, here's why I'm from Boston I and, know you are, and those and those fans. <laughs> where, they're, but yes. they're very vocal about yes. how sucky the team is. Yes. Seattle yes. fans are, hey, great job, guys. I mean, the attitude's nice. I mean, I don't think it's a bad attitude. But then th- th- the management doesn't have to do anything if the fans aren't going. Well, you suck, and I'm not going to go to your games, and I'm not well, going to watch I, you on I TV. I see you suck. I see you suck on my phone. I'm not going to go to your games. I see a lot of. I mean, the Mariners fans. You talk about the Mariners fans. Yeah, there may be a portion of them that accept where they are. Are, but there, there, there is a loud. You may call I'm, it a minority. I'm happy there is a, there's a loud group of Mariners fans that are absolutely fed up, especially they're fed this up with the previous ownership. They're pre- they're they're fed up with this ownership. Yeah, they don't like what's going on, and they they vow not to go. And by the way, they got to be the majority, Mitch. They do. That's the only thing. That, you're right. They're the minority, but they've got to be the majority. I don't see. Well, change. maybe they're the minority. Maybe they're not. I mean, it seems to me that 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 stadium's empty. Until the last two weeks of the season, not empty, obviously, but yeah, but they're, they're yeah. not getting they're not getting right. big numbers. So mm-hmm. maybe it's the majority of Mariners fans that has seen enough of this of this treatment and the way they're going about the business. You know, it's two different situations because you've got in in the Seahawks the obvious. You've got Pete Carroll, who has done a hell of a job in total. He brought a Super Bowl. He took them to two straight Super Bowls. He took the Seattle Seahawks, the lowly Seattle Seahawks, to two consecutive Super Bowls, won one, should have won the other, and that has earned him, rightfully so, a really long leash. A really, really, really long leash. He is potentially a Hall of Fame coach in Seattle. So it's not easy. It's not easy to to go and say, I want a new coach. I want them out with the old, in with the new. This is enough. Enough's enough. It's not easy as it pertains to Pete Carroll. You know, the the Mariners conversation is more of an ownership conversation. Yeah. Conversation. Now, we had this conversation on the uh, on the podcast this morning that came out, 266, as you as you mentioned. Um, MitchUnfiltered.com. MitchUnfiltered.com or podcast uh you know uh, wherever apple podcast whatever uh the, the conversation has been directed for the seahawks to ownership as well and a lot of people are wondering if that's part of the problem oh boy yeah. that since since paul mm. allen passed away you know first of all paul allen passes away and maybe this maybe we were headed to this conclusion years ago yeah but paul allen passes away his sister jody takes over and she's not in any kind of position in her own mind to start firing hall of fame super bowl winning coaches upon taking over the reins of the seattle seahawks she never does an interview she never talks to anybody nobody knows what she's thinking nobody knows how she feels how strongly she feels about owning the team we know that it's going to be sold at some point because that's the directive of his estate. There's also, as I understood last night, I found out last night something interesting that I never knew, that when Paul Allen built the stadium with King County, 
that there was a a date set forth within the contract with King County that if the Allens sold the team before the date which is coming up in 2024, I think it's March of 2024, if the Allens had sold the team to somebody else, the Allens would owe 10% of the purchase price to King County. Oh, So let's say the purchase price is $4.5 billion, which is about the going rate, commanders, so forth, that just got sold. Let's say it's $4.5 billion. If, if the Allens were to sell the, the, the team before that date, which is coming up now, March of 2024, they would owe King County $450 million of the, uh, of the purchase price. Well, there were, there's no way they were going to sell it before then. Yeah. So now that date comes and goes in March. It frees the Allen estate, Jody Allen, to go hmm. ahead and sell the team. And there's a lot of people that think this is part of the problem. She's not really an NFL owner, doesn't really want to be an NFL owner. There's some thoughts about that. And, you know, what what will they do? Do we need, you know, and in the background, there's the, the obvious gorilla in the room. And that's Jeff Bezos, who has made it, very very much no secret that he wants to own an NFL team and i think he wants to own the Seattle Seahawks he he um he got involved in the commanders a little bit when the commanders got sold a couple of months ago to to that group that was headed by uh by uh Josh Harris and Magic Johnson but for all intents and purposes i believe that Jeff Bezos will be the next owner of the Seattle Seahawks. Hopefully, it will not be a Howard Schultz experience. I don't think with Jeff Bezos, it's going to be a Howard Schultz experience. I think that Jeff Bezos will come in here, and if, if it's Jeff or, or somebody else that really, really, really wants to own a team, I think there'll be a different, a, a different feel, a mm-hmm. different um, energy about what's going on. So I think you've got a lot of little things in play. You know, Pete Carroll's the oldest coach in the NFL. They're stuck in the quicksand of mediocrity. They've got an ownership group that's in flux. So there's a lot of different little pieces going on. And I think there's coming, you know, decision day is coming for the Seattle Seahawks. And I, I, I have a hard time believing that when push comes to shove, uh, we're going to be talking about the same situation and setup when we get to the preseason of 2024, but who knows? Maybe we will. So we're talking to Mitch uh, Levy, MitchUnfiltered.com. Let's throw a little gossip out there, just because I love to do it, and you guys thought I was crazy. But What's the gossip? The gossip is this. Two players on the team, and this is based on KJ Wright's tirade on his podcast, uh, which basically looks like he's pointing to two players who he thinks are massively distracted, not paying attention. He singled those folks out, how much they're hurting the team, without mentioning by name. But I'm going to mention him by name. Jamal Adams and DK Metcalf, those two, in their own way, definitely typify what K.J. Wright says is wrong with this team right now compared to the team that he played on. And he's a guy that definitely played, and so his comments are powerful. I tend to agree. I've never been a fan of DK Metcalf because I just thought this guy cannot get his mental toughness under control. I didn't know anything about Jamal Adams until his recent stupidity that he's done on the, on social network. Yikes. Uh, I don't think Adams is going to be on the team next year, definitely. I'm wondering, is it time to move DK Metcalf? I think he's a lost cause, and if we can get something for him, since we're going to be blowing this team up in some way, shape, or form anyway, I don't know how good Geno's going to be anymore. You don't get better when you get older when it comes to injuries. Uh, Drew Locke, I don't know if he's the answer. I don't know anything. Do we move on 
from definitely we're going to move on from uh you know uh, uh jamal but do we move on from dk if we can get the right situation because i'm kind of done with dk and his ridiculousness i really am i think jamal you're asking me my opinion i think jamal adams and dk metcalf are two different stories um i think you got to take them one by one first of all jamal adams i i can't close my eyes and visualize him being back next year whether it's Pete Carroll's group or whether it's a new group that comes in and coaches the team, I have a hard time believing that Jamal Adams is. Can we just toss him now? What if I was a Jamal Adams fan, yeah. but just to make it like, shake the team up, send a message like nah, this is. I, I don't. I don't think you do it now. I think you wait to. What a failure, though, Screw Mitch. It. Just get I rid mean, of him. That is probably one of the worst. Tra- one of the worst trades we've ever made. I mean, he's yes, never been is. anything, and yes, then finally he's back, and then this. What a horrific situation. All right. I agree when with you. When they got him, though, when they got him, uh, you know, to their point, they were trying to make a run. And yeah. they, they, when they acquired the guy, the guy was, uh, you know, thought to thought by a lot of people to be an all-world type of defensive player, safety, and a, a very, very uh, uh, flexible a guy who could uh, rush the passer, play the, play the run game, do a little bit in coverage. You could use them all over the field. They had, uh, you know, visions of sugar plums like anybody else would have. So, yes, I... I as far as Jamal Adams is concerned, I, I think we are seeing – I can't imagine that we're not seeing the final days in Seattle, Jamal Adams. And I don't think DK is on the same level as Jamal as no, far as a human I, being. I think DK Metcalf yeah. is a different story. But he still is irritating the crap out of me, and he has high value. And okay, I, I don't, first of all, okay, I don't think he's okay. going to get any better. I think DK is going to continue to be DK. First of all, there's, you said a lot there. Number one, high value. Do you know that for sure? Do you know that other teams are 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 clamoring to give the Seattle Seahawks something really special for DK? I don't think you know that. That's true. Because I don't think it, I don't think anybody knows that. That's number one. Number two, as it relates to his off the field or not, I don't mean off the field. The the the, the other <laughs> stuff. It's literally on the, the field. <laughs> it's on the field. The other stuff. Let, 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 let's let's give let's give him. A, can we give him a pass for yesterday? No. Can we give? Well, I, I can. No, I really. I, 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 yeah. I don't know how you. How I can. can you give him I a can. pass? Because he's been a pain in the ass when he he's cost us penalties. Came from I, said, I said yesterday. This is where I was hoping the mic wouldn't work. Oh, okay. The, the yes. The, 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 I'm talking about yesterday. <laughs> Let's. I mean, the, Greg Olson, former Seahawk for a year for a cup of coffee, and and Fox has this field day. I mean, yeah. Oh, the, DK Metcalf is a terrific target now, and he's made himself a terrific target. But boy, did they have a field day at his expense before they actually watched their own replay to see that the guy, the 49er linebacker, took a cheap shot at DK Metcalf from behind on the field. Unfortunately for for everybody, the announcers didn't watch their own replay Either did or either didn't or did and then ignored what happened. I think yesterday was a little bit of a different case. I would have reacted the exact same way as DK Metcalf. You would have reacted the same way. And and Steve Migsey would have reacted differently. He might have gotten himself thrown out for the rest of the year. Oh, especially, if, dude, DK had, had a broken neck, and this guy just jacked his neck from behind without him knowing. From behind. It was a total cheap I'd shot. I'd be furious. I think I think to say to 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 just to to lump in yesterday. To everything else with DK is a little bit unfair. I think each situation presents itself differently, and I think yesterday was different based on how he was provoked. Now, back to your original point. Has he worn out his welcome? Is he hurting the football team? Um, Maybe. Maybe. But 
DK Metcalf being a wide receiver is also a part of another problem that I don't think Jamal Adams is, which is, are they using DK Metcalf appropriately? Are they throwing the, the freaking ball to him? Are they, are they, I, they threw the ball to him in the first drive yesterday, and what happened? Touchdown. What happened? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Scored, I mean, scored it was a, a great, yeah, it was a great play. That's why I say I think he does have high value because you're right. It could be we're just not using him right, which is why his value may be higher than, than you and I might think because people might see what you're seeing. If like somebody might go, God, if we had that guy, we would use him better. I, you know, Mitch, I'm not excusing yesterday. I understand what you and Steve are saying, but to me, it's just elevating. Like, a, a, a better player still would not have responded the way that he did, but because of who he's been, I'm just done. He's not, we're not using... How did he some, respond? Well, like you BJ, said... BJ, you, BJ, how did he respond? You, you and he I got both, up. He, he got up off the field, and he grabbed the guy by the face exactly. mask and shoved him. I don't want him to do you're that. Tell, you're telling me that most football players... You're telling me most gladiators and football players, if, if you get good, hit by, from behind? If you're good, you will know that you did your job, that somebody took a cheap shot at you, and if you don't respond, they get the penalty, you don't. That's what I want from my player out there who is as valuable as he is, and he's escalated his lack of mental toughness. I think that's the easy way out. It is, except in my, in my life, I am also under circumstances where things happen, and if I don't respond appropriately, I, I'm going to be in trouble. He shows me every week, it seems, okay. every year, Again, that he hasn't learned how to temper all, those. You're lumping it all together. I surely am. You're right, and that's okay. where we will you're, disagree. You're lumping it all together, and I'm telling you that I agree with you 80% of the time. I agree Come with you. Come to the hundy. In, in the, Come in to the, the hundy. Case, get rid of the In buddy. the case yesterday, I contend that had just about any ball player on a football field in the heat of battle, in the heat of the moment, got hit from behind, like Migsy was explaining that happened to DK yesterday. Go back and watch it. So with that said, I'd say stay or, stay the majority go. of NFL stay players with this would, have pop, would have popped up I know that. And, and react. I know what you're saying. That. So let's okay. take that aside. 80% yes. you agree with, stay or go, DK Metcalf. Should we dump him if we can? Again, again, I, I you got to. It, it's I can't have that conversation. I got to know what do I get for him? Yeah, so yeah obviously gonna it's got to be something good. If if we can get something, tell, tell me what something good is. Well, I would you know at this what point is something good. I would DJ? say at this point, if you can get some decent defensive players or or some draft picks, I would do it. I just don't think he's helping the team, and I don't think we have a quarterback situation that's using him right anyway. And I don't even know if we have an offensive coordinator that knows how to use him right either. There's so many things in there. I don't think DK is going to be able to help us currently Why? and in the next three or four years because I think the team's a mess. I think you're right. The ownership issue, are they going to sell? Is Pete really the right guy? We're a mess for the next two or three years, and DK Metcalf is not well, going to be able to help us as far as being on our field. You're, you're asking me for an opinion about one player in a vacuum without me knowing who's the coach of the team, what's yes. the offensive philosophy of the team, are they blowing up the team and starting from scratch? I don't think that I they am. have a team. I don't think that they have. Okay, I, I don't think that they. Yeah, I, yes. The answer to your question is if they are blowing up the team and starting from ground zero, yeah, I would look to move D, DK Metcalf. But I don't, I don't agree with you. I think part of the problem is that they've got enough pieces where they don't have to blow the team up. I think that they are, they are two or three pieces away and a better scheme offensively away. And because I feel that way about the team, I'm not looking to get rid of DK Metcalf. I'm look, my, the first question I'm asking myself in the offseason is, how can we use him differently to be, to be more impactful 
and and to get more productivity out of them before I'm looking to move them. That's well, my answer. Well, there you have it. Episode 266 dropped today, and there's yes. going to be more talk about this plus other cool stuff. <laughs> MitchUnfiltered.com. Don't forget the anywhere you get podcasts, Mitch. And, uh, well, either way, it's going to be interesting, brother. It's going to be fun Next to watch. Next few months. Next Ten and months. seven. Yeah. Ten and seven. You really think the ten? You get out of here, <laughs> Mister. What twelve and five is what you thought? Thirteen and four. Oh just, yeah, thirteen and four. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't say this season, did I? Oh, did you? No, you. It's true. You did. I said. I said thirteen and four when Jeff Bezos takes over. That's what he said. That, okay. that was the okay. and, and Mitch Levy becomes the new head coach of the Seahawks. Perfect. Offensive coordinator, Migs. The offensive coordinator. I don't want the head coaching job. I want good, the good call. Good call. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Julia Roberts was recently asked, "What was the hardest drug that she's ever done?" And what did she say? You're going to hear her answer at 8.20 on The Rock. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Ninety-nine point nine KISW, The Rock of Seattle. You guys know Pretty Woman, Julia Roberts, right? Oh yeah. Okay, um, Julia Roberts. I, is, I was trying to be like, yeah. Also, this. I don't know. Every movie I think about are Sandra Bullock movies. I continue to confuse those. Oh, I know. I know. She's like. I think she was Aaron Brockovich too. Was she in Gravity with George Clooney? No, that was that was Sandra Bullock. Damn it. I, yeah, Evan Brockovich, you got that one. Yeah, I, that's, I, I know she's done a ton of great movies, but that's all. Has she? Uh, I feel like she Dude, has. Dude, this is so weird. Like, I'm kind of, it's kind of messing with me. Like, I just know her name. Obviously, she's a huge star. I think I even saw her. Uh, she was a guest on David Letterman the one time I went for a taping, which was pretty cool. But I really don't know many of her movies. And I don't really. Ocean's 12. Okay. Oh, she was in that? Steel Magnolias. Oh, that's right. Yeah, see, that was a Ocean's big one, 11. too. Ocean's 11. Yeah. Oh, she was in Ocean's Eleven. Runaway Bride. I remember. That. I like that. One. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and and here's the other thing I think about Julia Roberts. I think she's pretty basic. Oh yeah. I mean, as far as I haven't heard anything crazy or wild about her, I don't know if she's basic. She's she never just had like off. any controversy. So that's that what, I know. Of. Yeah. So she was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, and Andy asked her this question: Julia Roberts, what is the hardest drug you've ever tried? 
Uh, mushrooms. Mushrooms. Yeah. Okay. Positive experience. Yeah, it was, it was nice. Yeah. Okay, very good. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Kids don't try it at home. Yeah, right. <laughs> very good. You know what? I kind of like the fact that maybe she is kind of like a mushroom hallucinogenic person. Oh, okay. Now you're gonna go go to well, uh, the Machu Picchu trail and yeah, do some uh, ayahuasca with her because. That I could semi-see, you know? I can sort of... She does have a little bit of that... I mean, she's she always comes off good. And, of course, she's one of those people that doesn't seem to age. And if she gets work done, she knows how... She goes to the best person. Because, to me, she doesn't look like she's had work done. Right. But she also kind of looks the same. And so it's like, that's nuts. Because she can't be. She's got to be on... Because she, has, 60s, she right? hasn't... She hasn't, she hasn't gotten, like, hooked like how some people... Almost it becomes an addiction. But she still looks very youthful. Yeah. So, like, some people are lucky where they can get work done and it doesn't, like you said, doesn't look like an alien that's just to have their skin stretch all the way to their butt. You know, you so, see some- so what you're saying to, to Mushrooms or Julia Roberts? Well, what I, I, I you know, I, I, like I said, she seemed basic, but I can believe maybe she's just like light drug mushroom person. Light drug. She just microdoses. Yeah. Like, just she's chill. Like, chill AF. Okay. That, that's, I, I can see that with her. Because she doesn't cause a lot of drama. It's like, you know, cocaine's a drama drug. No, I mean, and she did say that she um, she does have a... She, she became Hindu at one point in 2010 for spiritual satisfaction. Maybe uh, that's around when she did the mushrooms. I'm done with her. Oh, yeah, you're not. I've, like had an, I've had enough of that in my life. I really, I really have. <laughs> Especially the Hindu stuff. I am so done. Nothing, like, no, no, just, nothing against... Spiritually satisfied? Yeah, nothing against anybody that has, you know, a philosophy on whatever works for you, your dogma. But, man, dogma. I'm just done with dogma. And, and, and Hindu philosophy, just like any other friggin' religion, has dogma, and I'm just done with dogma. Spirituality, great. You want to believe in something bigger than you? I don't have a problem with that. But dogma pisses me off. When man, when man gets involved going, here's, I'm going to speak for omnipotent being. Here's what he or she or it says. I'm like, yeah, I'm done with you, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, she did that Eat, Pray, Love. I think that was around that time, too. Oh, she did that? Maybe that's why. When oh. she, was shooting that, she was in that movie. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not like she eats and then she prays and then she loves people. I mean, I meant the movie. Eat, Pray, Love was a good movie. Uh, yeah. so, I mean, a good concept. Though. Like, the idea is that basically love is, I think, a code for sex. I, th- I think that woman, the woman who wrote the book, went out there and banged a lot. Well, on mushrooms? Uh, maybe. Not. Maybe so. No. Maybe so. All right. Well, since we're talking romance, you know, today is breakup day. So, congratulations. <laughs> Who are we breaking up? Two with? weeks before Christmas. This is always strategic because you get, people always wonder, like, when is the proper time to break up? And definitely, if you don't want to be with somebody, you've got to jettison before Valentine's Day and jettison before Christmas. And so this is the big one. Today is the, out of those two occurrences in life, people are like, yeah, let's make this breakup day. So is it because they feel like you got two weeks to recover? That way, by Christmas time, you're not, like, moping around because you just got dumped? Is that... Yeah, um, the holiday, I think people, at least according to this article, it's like the holidays are very stressful. So, you know, having that person meet your family, you don't want that to happen. So I don't think you're thinking about them so much, Steve. You were were actually being very kind. Yes. I'm trying to spare the person and hopefully in two weeks they'll be okay. Which is kind and also very narcissistic. Like, oh, I'm the reason why they're happy and their happiness will be done if I just leave them. Yeah, you know what? You're a healthy narcissist, though. Yes. You're doing good for the world. A caring narcissist. Now, a lot of us break up on National Breakup Day two weeks before Christmas because we just don't want to buy a present. Dude, I, I have broken up. Has anyone broken up with someone right around the holidays? No. I ended a relationship like days leading up to Christmas. How many days? Up. Maybe two days before Christmas. Oh, you're the man. It was like two or three. I just hit my, I hit my breaking point. I already bought the Christmas gifts. Like It wasn't even like about, like oh, I'm just going to save a couple dollars. It was just, wow. it got so bad. 
that I was just like, I can't. It was like, I was so mad at that person. I truly despise being around certain people in their family. And I was like, the whole thought of, oh man, I'm not happy. I know I'm one foot out the door as it is. And now couple that with, I got to be around that person or those people in their family that drive me insane. I was like, I can't do it. So you, so you really thought you could, or maybe you just put your head in the sand and it wasn't until it, it, the impending day. Yes. Then you immediately go, I don't want to do this. Well, it was also, there was stuff building up and it was just like, I hit that, like what was building up. I couldn't even think, oh, can you just push it through? Can you push through until after Christmas? I was like, no, this is that to myself. I was like, I have to be done. So epic. So I ended it. And then, uh, then the people who I didn't want to be around are banging on my door. Like, how dare you end this relationship? Wait, there, there were people outside of the person you ended it with involved? Yes. What kind of crazy people do that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was her- insane. That door was knocking. Open up the door and it's... That person's family members. No. Well, like, can we come in? No. And then I go, no. They came, <laughs> they came to your home? The yes. family members came to your home yes. to do an intervention to get you back together? Like, How dare you do this to her? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm like, God. I'm doing this because of, I, I was like, part of it is because of you guys. Exhibit A, right in front of me. Right. And it was just like, this is not how, and then like, can we come in and talk about it? I was like, no. They say not, we can talk right here, but you're not coming through this doorway. I don't know how to tell you this though. I mean, it does say the day of the year you're least likely to get dumped is Christmas Day because that's just cruel. Two days before Christmas, I feel like is not as cruel. Two or three. But boy, let me tell you. Oh, now it's two or three. I don't remember this. Yeah, of course you don't because it's cruel. You're not gonna remember that you did the worst breakup time ever. Of course you're I not. had no choice. I'm not faulting you. I think it's epic. It was, I wish I was there for the people banging down your door to advocate for their their you know their heartbroken kid. It was tough. I wouldn't look. I love Sarah. It wasn't their parents. It wasn't the parents that came over. I, well, even other still, family members. Well, if I'm a brother, sister, yeah. or a cousin, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. Why I would, would I want to be involved? That. I would never. It's like Could sorry, Mary. You know, yeah, I'm sorry you're sad, but I'm not going to go talk to the dude on your behalf. I hope that that person didn't, like, say, yeah, you have my blessing. Like, I hope that they just did it, like, let's just go. We won't tell her. You know, like, because if someone said to me, we're going to go talk to that person, I'd be like, no, it's over. Like, I don't want you guys trying to convince them to stay with me. No. Like, for what reason? Like, that's a strange thing. Like, you guys broke up. No, we got back together because her relatives hit me up. And I was like, you know what? You guys are right. I'm still pissed at my dad. Because he he invited my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend, to a birthday party of mine. And she had broken up with me a month before. Yeah. So it was still close enough that I think if a person comes to your birthday party, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, a big day for you, and I think she wants to get back together. Because why would you do that? Mm, yeah. And that's what I said to my father. Like, what are you thinking? Why would I want the person that doesn't want to be with me? She dumped me, Dad. Why do I want her at my birthday party unless she wants to get back? Did she at least bring a gift? That's a really good question. I don't think she did. That bitch. That's why I thought she was the gift. She was the gift? I like, figured she had, that was the gift. Your dad got her for you to have sex with or something? Like, well, okay, she I mean, the gift. I don't really... Well, that's why I mean the gift. Like, she wants to get back with me. Fair. And uh, granted, I didn't think about my dad going, hey, I got a girl for you to rail. You know, I, I didn't think of it that <laughs> way. Who I brought. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, so just stay out of it. I mean, I, I love my kids, but, you know, they're both in relationships, but I'm not going to go, like, talk to their girlfriend, boyfriend, husband and go, hey, you really should get back with my kid. I, I completely understand why they wouldn't want to be I with my kid. I wonder if anyone has ever ended a relationship on Christmas. Well, it's, it says here, don't do it. You're a cruel well, bastard. I, I know that, but 
I would imagine somebody has broken up with someone on Christmas Day. It does say on the 26th, though, that people do oh, it. Yeah. The 26th? Yeah. Day after. Yeah. Day See, after. I think that's worse. I'd rather end it before. Don't you least... want the bad news after you've had your good time? Yeah, but I'd be like, oh, you got the gifts and now you're done? Are you giving me back those gifts? Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. You know, like, what if you drop like 500 bucks on gifts? And then that person dumps you. Wouldn't you be pissed? Yeah, well, I'd be very pissed. I would be. But I would have to, I, I would actually have to comment them on their game. <laughs> it's a good game. I respect how you just stole I, something from you me. Did stole, you did stole, you stole, you stole my heart and you stole my money. Yeah. Good game. You know, you know what? Good game. I'm taking back that gift card. Yeah, so there you go. Breakups start trending on the 26th. And today, ba- basically, this is when you're most likely to get dumped is today. So, uh, so if you're on the rocks, just end it today. Yeah, this is, the, this is the day to do it. It's two weeks before Christmas. It's the most popular time of breaking up with people. Like, at least according to this article, today is breakup day. They even call it that. So get her done today. Get her done. Good luck. Congratulations. Yeah, I feel good about the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most magical time of the year, man. It surely is. Uh, and all I'm doing is watching stupid Christmas movies. I recommend Your Christmas or Mine. It's a British movie. Asa Butterfield's in it, but it's actually a cute movie. It came out last year, and I watched it yesterday because I, was, I wasn't feeling good. I was feeling sick, and so a friend recommended Christmas movies, and, of course, I'm like, are you effing kidding me? And they're like, it does the trick for me all the time. I'm like, okay, fine. Damn. And actually, I kind of was like, kind of like this movie. I can't believe I'm doing this. I owe you money. I told you I never thought there'd be a day where Asa Butterfield would be in a Christmas film. <laughs> and here we are. You don't even know who he is. I thought it was a girl. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> no idea who this person. Yeah, is. Ender's Game. He was in that. Oh yeah, duh. yeah. In, in that one, he's also in the, the hit show Sex Education on Netflix, uh, and um, and it's a very cute movie. That's all I'm going to say. I have a Christmas movie to recommend for oh, you. Oh, here we here go. We it's go. probably got Hulk Hogan. No, it's called The Santa Paws. Oh, it's a is it a dog movie? It's a obviously? Disney film about Santa's best friend. Oh, I actually saw that. It's good. I mean, I saw the banner. I didn't watch it. It's got a sequel and everything. Oh, Santa Paws two. Yeah. Hey, look at that. <laughs> yeah, Santa Paws one so far. That one's good. I, don't I know can't believe Paws. you're giving me S over Ace of Butterfield, and then you in the same sentence follow it up with Hey, here's a movie, and it's probably more lame than anything I it's watched. It's a Disney film. Brought me to tears at the end. Did it really? Yeah, I don't know why. Oh yeah, they get you every time. I mean, it's got a dog, and it's Christmas. That you're, you're going to cry. Dog dressed like Santa Claus. It's, you know, it's it, it, it pulled. Is on it my... a magical dog? I'm not going to spoil it for you. Watch oh, no, it. believe me. You can't spoil a movie that I won't see. I'm telling you, man. You need to see this film. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you. It's a that. good movie. It's on Disney. Okay. <laughs> on Friday, Steve, he did get this one wrong. Which late 90s song features the lyric, she'll make you take your clothes off and go dancing in the rain? Off the dancing in there. I don't know. Rain fun. No. Rain, rain. fun. Uh, crazy bitch. No. Um, psycho girlfriend. No. <laughs> Actually, when you sang that, it didn't make, didn't connect with me. But when Sarah gave us a couple of uh, bars of that, oh, it was living La Vida Loca. Yeah, yeah Ricky's in town. Yeah, and we should. How about we didn't even make that connection? <laughs> Why would we? Yeah, you're right. You want a shot at beating Steve? Two oh six eight oh three rock. We're playing Beat Migs at 847 on The Rock. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy.
Here's a question from a listener. Uh, my house is currently in foreclosure. I've stopped making payments. What can I do to save my house? If you're already in foreclosure behind on your mortgage, you can stop the foreclosure by filing a bankruptcy. There's different types of bankruptcy. Chapter 13 can help you catch up on your house payments if you're behind. It would mean that you'd have to start making your house payments again and catch up on the amount that you're behind over five years. You could also take off or strip off your second mortgage, which would help you to reduce your housing payment every month, especially once you're done with the plan and done catching up on your first mortgage. We could also try to buy you some time in the more in the in by filing a Chapter 13 case. Filing a Chapter 13 would definitely stop your foreclosure. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. And thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.